Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Wafu FM. It's time! For the show! Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Chris and Chris Show. I'm Chris with a coffin C. <laughs> oh, that's the you can do that. Uh, I'm, well, I'm Chris with an ill K. Yeah, because you have a rapper. <laughs> it does sound like a rapper name, doesn't the, it? The illest ill K, that's awesome. <laughs> ill K. Yeah. Claimed. Nobody can claim that now. Coffin Chris just sounds like some fucking like, Western character <laughs> who makes the coffins. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Undertaker. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, it's been a couple of weeks for a, a few reasons. I mean, the one week we took off was because I was up at your gaff. Mm. And we were doing stuff. Went to Weekend of the Dead, which we'll talk about in a bit. But then, end of the week, you got Ill. well. Middle of the week, you got mm. ill. End of the week, I got ill. So then we thought, well, I, can't, I just couldn't be asked to like. I don't think either we could be asked to do a show at that point. No, no, I was proper ill as well. <laughs> okay. yeah. Really rough. And then like. <clears throat> I was still ill last week, so we took that week off. So, kind of like the idea to do a theme show this week's kind of gone tits up. It has this, this month, sir. Yeah, this was the Star Trek month. It's on. Yeah, God damn you! Well, what I was thinking is, right, we'll just like do whatever this month. We'll do what we had planned for December, and we'll start next year maybe with Star Trek. Oh yeah, yeah. Like so, at least we got yeah, something planned for January. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I still do want to do it. Like, oh, me too. Yeah, that's what I mean. I didn't want to fucking just try and cram it into the end of this month. <clears throat> yeah. I didn't want to do it quickly. Yes. So um, we saw Halloween. Uh, we we'll did. talk about that later. Yeah. Um, bits and bobs, I suppose. Is, uh, I guess the big news of the week was Stan Lee passing away. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's sad. I mean, Christ, it was. Uh, I guess it was bound to happen at some point in the next sort of couple of years. Yeah, he was ninety-five, which yeah. is insane. And like, he was always one of those guys that, like, obviously you knew he was up there, but he never came across like an old man. <clears throat> no, because he's like quite. Like energetic and stuff, and just full of life, yeah. It's like a massive power walker and shit, wasn't he? And stuff, yeah. And, yeah kept himself active. I mean, you know, I don't know the, to- the all the details, but like the past couple of years has been a bit shit for him. With like, what was it like? People taking advantage of him and stuff, and <clears throat> yeah, 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 that seemed well sh- shitty and like Disney and that. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> No, in a less corporate way. <laughs> uh, but yeah, well said, man. Yeah, God rest his soul. He's good innings and stuff, and he gave us uh, some great characters. And, well, for me, just Spider-Man, really. Yeah. Well, changed pop culture, though, let's be honest. Yeah, definitely. Well, for those characters, yeah. I mean, just look at, look at the, like, you know, and the other people that uh, helped create them as well, but he was always, like, the, the face of Marvel, so mm. he gets a lot of the, the main accolades. But, you know, like, if it wasn't for him, fucking Disney wouldn't be making all this money. <laughs> I was thinking as well the other day, it's weird that, like, 
D- DC never really had a Stanley, which is sort of mad. No, not really. No, like, you would think like DC would have wanted to do that as well, like capture somebody and be like, like Bob Kane, I guess, is like mm. the closest, uh, like the creator of Batman and stuff. But yeah, they, they never. They maybe should have. Talk, maybe I don't know. I don't know the exact history, but maybe Bob, Bob Kane wasn't like that type of guy that wanted that exposure. Maybe, maybe or, not. Maybe not. You know, but you would have thought they would have seen what was going on with Stanley and been like, "Well, we need to do that with our our own guy." I don't even think it was like it, I, with with Marv. I don't really think it was an intentional thing. Like I think it was just because mm. he had that column, yeah, in his in his comic stuff, yeah. and like it was always he's the picture of his face. And it just became he became more well known through that. I think, <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Be funny though if DC all of a sudden were like, "I'm and he has he has our mate he just made some guy." Up. <laughs> yeah, just totally forced it. Here's Lee Stanley. <laughs> he <laughs> created everything. <laughs> uh, but yeah, rest in peace, uh, absolute legend. And I believe uh, we'll be seeing him for years to come because the the filmed all the uh, cameos, didn't they, apparently? Marvel. What do you mean? They've like filmed loads of cameos like in advance. Really. Yeah, so they can keep using them for like at, at least another uh, five to ten films or something. I wonder how he felt about that. He's like, yeah. "Why are we doing this again?" Like, well, you know, it's dance. <laughs> like uh, just just dance, monkey, dance <laughs> while they're filming them. <laughs> uh, oh, well, if that's the case, that'll be nice then, because it'll be more yeah. of a surprise when he turns up. No, yeah, yeah, it's a bit of a homage. Yeah, but um, I think they've filmed like blue screen and all sorts, so they can like involve them in any sort of scenario they want. Mm. Posthumously uh, having a cameo in Marvel films. Yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, was there any other like big news worth talking about? Um, I did see uh, a story that made me chuckle mm. um, without the context. It, yeah. I just saw the headline, and it was. Um, it, it, I don't know if you've heard the the sort of light rumors that the next Alien film would be called Alien Awakening. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, um, and so, you know, there's there's like, oh, it's, it's going to be made, and fans are like, it's going to be made. <laughs> uh, like, fucking hell. The saddest group of people ever are, like, alien fans at this point. <laughs> I don't know, how can you get they're excited like, at this point? <laughs> they're just like, I just want to say good <laughs> Um But the headline that made us laugh was, um, Alien Awakening currently has no script. And I just chuckled at myself and was like, well, that's never stopped them in the past. No. Dum, dum, <laughs> no. Like, fucking, you know what I mean? Like, don't hold any, don't hold back. Just just make it still. You don't need a script. Hopefully they have a story. <laughs> Otherwise, yeah. they've just got a fucking catchy title. <laughs> yeah, it's well, not, that's it. Like, it, it isn't a good title, because it just makes you think of everything else with a fucking shitty <laughs> subtitle, with a yeah. resurrection on it. Well, I think uh, Ridley Scott said that he, he wants this to be the, the connecting bridge oh, to the Alien yeah, series. Ridley... <laughs> Literally, <laughs> just stop, please. Yeah, it's too late. It's totally fucked. Just get get Sigourney back and do a fucking alien sequel like everyone wants. Ridley's stop like a one man. Around. Ridley's like a one man DC. He just <laughs> won't give up. Yeah. He's determined. <laughs> yeah, totally. Uh, he'd be doing Gladiator two next month for fuck's sake. I'd fucking rather yeah. see that. <laughs> I suppose. Yeah. Just see, yeah. just CGI Oliver Reed back into it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just make a prequel about Oliver Reed's character. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, that I think. Uh, although you you like the Toy Story films, yeah. Uh, I saw the Toy Story four sneak uh, yeah. preview thing. I, uh, I thought teaser. it was up. I totally forgot to watch it. It's a teaser. Yeah, so you, you're not missing a massive amount. It literally just pans across the characters and then says Toy Story four. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's that's mad. But it's a bit of a shame because you know. well, I, I was gonna I was gonna sort of end that comment with uh, it, it needs to be a really good story yeah because the third and one I, was a great bookend yeah exactly like it needs to be a, f- a, 
a watch like because I mean I, I just watched uh, Incredibles two the other day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and fuck me, that was boring. <laughs> it was like a two-hour snooze fest. Say that's why I didn't want to watch it. I knew it would be boring. <laughs> it really, it really was. It was like if there ever is a sequel that didn't need to be made, it was that film. Um, and like no holes barred. I, I, it really was. I've not even looked at the reviews, but I'm assuming people. It was as bad as no holes barred. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> yeah, uh, nothing's as bad as that film. <coughs> hey, it's amazing. <laughs> Although yeah, it props to that guy from Ghostbusters. That's the only thing I remember about No. Yeah, yeah, and the guy, uh, and the guy, sh- and the guy shitting his pants. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, piss poor film. So I, w- I would hate to see that happen at Toy Story. Like the next film, they're just like, "There's Buzz," and like, mm. don't don't you remember these characters? And there's like basically no story yeah. going on. Uh, yeah, because so we'll the, the, you know one, two, and three—they're they're all pretty fucking solid, aren't they? So yeah, yeah. you don't want the the shitty one on the end, like. Indiana Jones and Die Hard. <laughs> yeah. yeah, totally. And I, like that time we were talking about film series and we just genuinely forgot that uh, <laughs> Crystal Skull exists. <laughs> yeah. We were like, ah, it's a smashing. It's one of the rare occasions that uh, a trilogy and like, just talking like that. And, yeah, it wasn't yeah. until I was editing the show and I was like, I just started laughing. We, still go, we just genuinely forgot that Crystal Skull was a thing. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, sometimes I've got to remind myself. I'm like, did, did Indiana Jones climb out of a fridge at one point? <laughs> That fucking film was Ray Winston <laughs> in an Indiana Jones film, <laughs> and and did he randomly just die for no reason he, at all? Did he just film? pull a Costner and die for no reason? <laughs> <laughs> totally does. You watch that film; it's insane. Oh, I know. He's just like, I'm dead. I'm done in the script. I'll yeah. die now. <laughs> yeah, so pointless. Yeah, they try to put it up, come across like a redemption <laughs> death, but it's just stupid. Because <laughs> he's not really a bad guy. He's just a bit of no. a shit. Yeah. Um, uh, so little, uh, you know, 88 films with the uh, early Jackie Chan movies. Oh, yeah. They also announced Battle Creek Brawl. Oh, Christ. Mm. Been a while since I've seen that. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I did shit myself yeah. at first. But I already knew they were, they, they'd announced Battle Creek Brawl. But then they posted a picture of, like, the menu on Instagram. But the menu mm. was just a picture of Jackie Chan in, like, a white vest with gloves on. And I thought for a second it was Wheels on Meals. <laughs> Yeah, that would be cool. I was like, oh, race, back up. But yeah, and by the way, the, uh, To Kill with Intrigue and uh, Dragon Fist are only nine ninety nine on Blu-ray. Mm, They're up now to pre-order. I'll, I'll definitely be getting Dragon Fist. Like. Mm. <coughs> I'll probably get them both, but definitely. Yeah, for nine ninety nine. I mean, you know, worth yeah. upgrading them to Blu-ray. Then Battle Creek Brawl's still listed as 20 quid, but that'll go down. Yeah. Because it's, it's, it. it's just been added, and all them two were, the other two were 20 quid as well for a while. So. Battle Creek Brawl's the one with all the skate. Uh, the rollerblade, uh, not rollerblading. Yes, what's the word? Roller skating. Yeah. Roller skating. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, that's because because there's, there's two in there. There's that and winners and sinners where he bombs and on roller skates. Yeah, I think yeah. Battle Creek Brawl has a scene of that as well. Yeah, I think it's like near the start or something. It's I been think so. yeah, it's been, it's been a while since I've seen it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's not a bad film though. It's quite fun. Yeah, it's got a good soundtrack. Good Lalo Schifrin soundtrack and stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's about it for news. Uh, we'll still need to wait and see what Eureka are going to announce next. Mm. Every time they like a, like a fucking Rick, Rick Baker on Instagram, like when he mentions like Drunken Master or Dragons Forever, they always see liked by 88 films. And I'm like, I'm just looking far too much into this. It's not going to be. <laughs> <laughs> like, or like maybe he's like liked by Eureka, and I'm like, oh, does that mean they've released Drunken Master too? Mm. Probably not. Well, at least there's that uh, that Chinese Blu-ray coming. Oh. I mean, that, that sounds promising. Yeah, thanks to Grindhouse Dave for the heads up that there's a, a new Blu-ray in Hong Kong of uh, Drunken Master 2. Yeah. The full uncut mm. Chinese print, so keep an eye out for that definitely 
Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'll, I'll probably get that. Mm. That's, I mean, it depends. It doesn't get announced. It, yeah, so I mean, it depends how how much I can get. If I can get it for a good price, but I I just hold out hope that eventually someone will put out over here like a nice complete fucking all the bells and whistles release of it because that would be a nice fun yeah. to have in that kind of. I just, I'm just fucking hoping Eureka release it. Let's be honest. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they've done a smashing job so far. Like props to Eureka, like for, mm. for everything they've done. Yeah, really good. I, I said I yeah. just love in the extras department. They're just like <clears throat> they don't have to do this, but they just add on a standard definition but widescreen version of like the cut that was out on video over here, like the cut and dub mm. version. It's just nice for nostalgia to have that. Yeah, like completion sake yeah. and stuff. And, like they didn't yeah. have to do that. It just ta- they, technically it's taking up disc space, but they go now. Nah, let's put it on anyway. Be, be completion. Oh, I'm gonna cough. <laughs> oh fucking hell! See, I haven't spoke for like a week. Now that I'm speaking again, he thoughts doesn't know what the fuck's going on. I just have to like go back and edit all the coughs out. Oh, it's going to be terrible. Um, anything else? Uh, no, I don't think so. Uh, you want to talk about weekend of the day? Yeah. So we went uh, the, the Saturday one because it was over Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, yeah, two days, but we elected wisely to only go to one day. Yeah, <laughs> it's. It, it, I mean, it, it's a small thing, so I, I, I would. It would have been kind of pointless to go for two days. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, with yeah, big shows like Wales, Car- even Wales Comic Con, when we went last time for the two days, it was kind of a bit much. For the second day, I think we were just wandering around going. Ah. <coughs> yeah, yeah, we're like trying to decide if we're going to go to a show, uh, a talk or not. Or, mm. yeah. But yeah, we didn't really go to um, get autographs or anything, just because. Uh, well, for me personally, I was just like, it's too. Much. I, they, what the prices went mental, but I was just like, it's too much. Like, I don't have yeah, enough it's, money. It's it's a little prohibitive, to be honest. Like, it's it's a shame the way like cons are going. Yeah, I was like, going to say this isn't a knock on. on we, it's just cons in general. I always find yeah. myself getting there, then just going. I don't feel right spending that amount of money. <laughs> yeah, just for autographs. I don't know. Like once upon a time, you know, these things started as like a, an appreciation of the fans, like a thank you letter, like oh fuck, thank you for really like mm. investing in me and buying all my films all these years. And of course, I'll come out and meet you. And yeah. now it's just like money. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, you know, fair was I guess to. Some some of them are like you know out of work guys and yeah and you know they've not acted in the last twenty years and some of the lesser guys so I can kind of understand it but but then you've got people you know like Shatner and stuff charging like mad amounts of money for autographs mm-hmm. and like does he need the money then no. like you know it's just a bit across the board everyone's charging shitloads of money for autographs yeah well that's, that's the thing weird. really it's like when it it kind of word got around that you know these are popular things conventions and then bigger stars who never felt the need to do this before all of a sudden they're like well hold on a sec i could go there and charge like 200 quid for a fucking autograph and a handshake yeah <laughs> so they like, do people like stallone and stuff oh and like, yeah <clears throat> they're like fuck off like surely you don't need the money stallone fucking give some free signatures out yeah like Jesus. what was what was that a couple of years ago where he was it some it was like comic-con or something and he's it was like something ridiculous for an autograph and not mm. even a picture and like those fucking annoying dinner and black tie events they're doing now yeah they're like two grand and it's three fucking grand ridiculous man like that, yeah. know your fucking audience <laughs> yeah fucking audience that watches St- and van damme was going to do one but he had to cancel but know, know your audience fucking van damme stallone fans aren't the kind that go to black tie events yeah <laughs> it should be like fucking casual and a kebab night with, with yeah. van damme yeah like ribs or something yeah. <laughs> barbecue ribs and beer protein night with Stallone <laughs> yeah that's probably more accurate yeah. Um, but yeah they're, like, <laughs> the Nero's doing one as well like that I can understand 
Mm. You know, Didi he's was not like known for it. He's no. a he's a classy no. man, classy yeah. actor. I could understand yeah. why people would spend that. But the Stallone and I mean, I'm, you know, I'm not putting people in the corner. Like, you fucking shouldn't wear suits. <laughs> <laughs> Getting your, your real life beater or whatever. You should be covering his muck. <laughs> <laughs> Drinking a special brew, but it's just kind of yeah. Mm. But anyway, back to weekend of the dead. We got to meet um, Mr. Graham Humphreys. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. Mm. Yeah. Dead, dead, unassuming, quiet man. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's all the same. Like someone who's made some of like the most maddest fucking out there artwork, and you, mm. you meet him, and he's just the nicest, like quietest guy. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah mm. it was cool. I bought bought a little uh, piece of art off him and stuff. Mm. And yeah, it was nice. Like I said, we just sort of hung out for an hour or two, didn't we, really? And yeah, bought, had a look around in that. Bought some, uh, I got, like, some nice uh, designer stickers, uh, poster. You got a couple of prints and uh, nice little critters. Because there was loads of vendors there as well. So Yeah, yeah. yeah got, critters pin badge set. <laughs> yeah, which was nice, yeah. Totally random thing. That's cool. Uh, we, we immediately got to hear a story about uh, Tom Savini being a dick to a fan as well. Yeah, yeah. That's another <laughs> reason I didn't want to go... Because if there's one guy there I would have got autograph from, it would have been him. Yeah. And I thought, oh, I don't know. Because yeah. fucking 50-50, I've heard that like he's either going to be all right with you or just aloof and a bit of a dick. <laughs> so I was like, oh, I'm not going to risk it. <laughs> yeah, what was it? Someone had got a poster signed by him. And then took it to Ken Forey, and Ken Forey signed over Savini's sort of signature. And he was like, I didn't mind in the end, because Tom Savini was a bit of a dick to us. Yeah. <laughs> he probably just wasn't very engaging. I don't know what people want sometimes. Like, I no, guess. I know, but I've heard that, that he's kind of just quiet. Mm. But some people have also said that he was just, like, genuinely rude. And I'm just like, why, mm. why would you? What the fuck? <laughs> and it was his birthday as well. Maybe, you know, mm. that's not going to help. Yeah, a bit grumpy. Yeah, maybe. But yeah, we didn't really, like, we got to see Ken Foray and stuff, I guess. We didn't really. Big hulking man that he is. Yeah. Giant. Yeah. But yeah, we just kind of, like, did one lap of the room and then left, pretty much. Yeah, and went with the vendors and stuff. Had a look at some mm. DVDs and stuff. Got Needful yeah. Things for Stacey. Yeah, Stacey was, like, on one about Needful Things and then we randomly saw it. Yeah. It was, it was three, for three quid. Mm. And I was just showing off me quotes on the Samurai Cop box and stuff. <laughs> I was like, oh, I've been to these, are here. You were, you were almost setting up a stall. I was, I was ready to just, just buy them and just sell them too. Wouldn't like sign them for people and stuff. <laughs> it was just weird, because obviously I've got the copy and stuff. It was just fucking surreal to see them like in a, on a stall being sold. Yeah, in a retail environment. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I, just, I just got a kick out with me daft white knuckle roller coaster ride quote on it and stuff. <laughs> Yeah, the highlight was there uh, when we all got a coffee, and the guy who just did not look amused at all at a bunch <laughs> of horror fans and people dressed as zombies. That was amazing. <laughs> yeah, he, he was like, and like, I don't even know if he was normally a bar guy. I no. think he was like in charge of like telling the the, the waiting staff what to do. He looked like a managerial <laughs> position who had to be called in because they were understaffed for the day. Yeah, and like they hadn't expected as many people to turn up to this weird zombie thing. So. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, he, he he just looked perplexed at everything he did and annoyed, slightly annoyed. He looked like a headmaster that you've just like farted in front of, and he just had this look on his face like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> it was amazing because <laughs> the guy he was serving was dressed brilliantly as the fucking plaid shirt zombie from Dawn of the Dead, and he was just caught looking at him like. What the fuck's going on? <laughs> yeah, like a dead, deadpan situation. <laughs> it was like, amazing. Huh? Yeah. And like when he was making our coffees, like it seemed like every time he was like flipping a switch or picking up a jug, it was like angry as fuck. 
Yeah, it's always just, the same. We, we always meet the, the like the randomest people making coffee. It's always stuff. baristas. Yeah, we always come across <laughs> the really big characters when it comes to baristas. <laughs> so yeah, overall, I'm kind of pleased we went. Oh it was, yeah, it was it good. Was yeah, and like fucking hell, man! Like it's it's crazy <clears throat> that an event that niche can be put on and it's, it was so busy. So yeah. fucking top notch um, organization to the organizers. I mean, top notch job the organizers yeah. did and stuff. Yeah, yeah. definitely get, getting the right people there and stuff. Yeah. And, yeah. It's a shame we kind of missed the talks, but we're, we're too putty ass to get out of bed, really. <laughs> I mean, I, that's that's one reason like I was kind of just like, blah, throughout the whole day, because I, I was so fucking sleep deprived. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I had the worst night's sleep ever. I didn't even want to get up. <laughs> yeah. When I did get up, I was like, I don't want to get And then, then we went on like a super long walk. Yeah, then you forced yeah. to walk like eight miles. <laughs> <laughs> did you get your uh, Evil, Evil Dead print up, by the way? Yeah, I did. It's on the wall. Yeah, behind us. No, yeah, it looks very good. That cost you pretty penny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it did. Yeah, they're not cheap, right. those prints. It's, a, it's, no. a, it's an expensive, addictive hobby, apparently. Yeah, it's, it's just because well, it's the way they get printed and stuff, and it? so you've, you've got to pay it. not the same as just getting the money no, produced. No, no. The funniest part was when Stacey was talking to the guy for like 10 minutes, and then he realised he already knew her from Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like slight recognition. Yeah. Though. Yeah. He was nice as well. He was like out there helping out. I guess he was helping out Graham and like selling the other prints at the side, wasn't he? Yeah, he like he runs commissions and yeah. stuff on prints and, and shit. So yeah, yeah, that's yeah, cool. I think we, we bought uh, were big uh, Nightmare on Elm Street print as well. Yeah, him. that's right. Yeah, because that's a Graham yeah. Humphrey's like old one. Isn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Shall we talk about Halloween? <clears throat> um, so Halloween, uh, we saw it um, a couple of weeks ago. Now uh, it's going to be quite fuzzy memory wise. Yeah. I, I know the overall themes. So. Oh, me too. I'm just—I was trying the other night, like trying to like jot some notes down to jog my memory, and mm. I was just like, "Oh God, I've totally forgotten huge chunks of the film." But, <laughs> uh, so overall, what was your overall feeling of the film Halloween 2018? Yeah, I thought it was—it was a worthy sequel to mm-hmm. the first film, mm-hmm. um, and I'm—I'm I'm pleased it happened, but uh, I don't want another one. <laughs> no. <laughs> we see the thing is right. I was going to say, shall we keep spoilers to a minimum? But mm. it's kind of fucking pointless because the, the film had been out two days, made a shitload of money, and they were like, "Oh, maybe we're going to do. We're already writing the sequel." I'm like, "Well, that's a fucking spoiler." Yeah. Like people, mm. people are going to see this thing, and oh, it's going to be the big bookend to the series, a big one-two with the first one, this one, and then they're like, "Yeah, sequel." So you know, you know what's there, the point? Some possible ambiguity and yeah. 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 Uh, but yeah, that was the same. I enjoyed it. It wasn't like. Oh my god! This is the Halloween film I've been waiting for twenty years for, or anything. But yeah, because it, it still played it quite safe. Um, I, I, mean, I did, yeah. I mean, let's go through it. I mean, I, I enjoyed, um, I enjoyed the age theme that was running through it. I mean, mm-hmm. you had to do that, I suppose. Um, you know, like and it wasn't, it wasn't too shoehorned either. But no, exactly. It wasn't, it wasn't like um, Crystal Skull levels where she's like, "I'm too old for this." And that, like, into the camera constantly, and that we're like, "Oh God, stop it, Harrison!" <laughs> just yeah. suddenly pulls, does a, rod, a yeah. fucking Danny Glover impression. Yeah. I'm too old for this shit. <laughs> yeah. So I like that Michael Myers no longer has a purpose anymore. Again. Yeah, because they've got like, rid of the whole brother sister thing. Yeah. Yeah. So he's he, he just. I mean, it's it's maybe he's a little on the nose that he escapes like on Halloween 
Um, yeah. Like, why, why would why would attempt fate by transporting him well, on Halloween? <laughs> you know, because that fucking doctor was behind it all, as we'll get. Yeah, it. true. True, there's, like, a, a purpose to it, yeah, I suppose. I suppose. Mm. But I like that he, he kind of escaped, and he, he just it, it goes on a murdering spree, basically, mm. if you think about it. He, he's, I mean, they end up coming together at the end of the film, mm. but it's, it's like, it's it, no doing of Michael Myers. He's he's just rampaging around killing people. Yeah, it's, it's essentially like since he got caught, he's just been on pause. <laughs> and yeah. then as soon as he gets out of the bus, he's like, "Right, where was I? Like, I'll go back mm. there and start killing people again." I like some of the language that, that for all it was a bit of a shit twist, but I like some of the language the doctor was using, like oh, uh, Michael's in his dormant state and stuff. Yeah, and yeah. I liked all that sort of idea that like he, he's just waiting to be to become that monster again. I'm still not sure that. Op- I mean, it's a good opening. With mm. the podcasters going to the mental institute stuff, I'm just yeah. not really sure what they were trying to say with the mask. Yeah, um, when like well, every, when every, he... every he holds the mask up and everyone around him starts kicking off and stuff, and the alarms yeah, are going off, yeah. and Michael slightly reacts. But I'm like, yeah. so what are they saying that the mask is cursed? The yeah. mask is fucking magic. I don't know. Like it was in a, yeah. it was a a cool scene, but when you really think about, it, you're like, what was all that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, like it was a cool scene, but maybe slightly out of place. Yeah, like. All, all the I did think it was a little bit too visually iconic compared to the rest of the film. Like everyone stood there and they're all chained up, but standing in their own little grids. Mm. And I don't know, it, it looked very like a, a contrast to the rest of the film. Like, I know what you mean. Dead. Yeah, it's hard to explain, but like it's very. I don't. It belongs in another film, or it looked right in the trailer, but in the film, it's kind of like weird. It yeah, I, I wasn't expecting much. that to be the opening scene. To be fair, <clears throat> no. But, it does, but I did like the idea with the podcasters, though. That is cool. Yeah, because they're sort of like self-important, um, pretentious podcasters. Yeah. And, stuff. and you kind of think that they're going to be... The, maybe he's like quite involved in the film. Well, when when I saw the trailer, the, the first trailer, because that guy was in the trailer quite a bit, and I thought, yeah. is he like a sort of like young, new Loomis? Because he's even got... Mm. Like, he almost even sounds like Malcolm McDowell, weirdly. Yeah, yeah. And I thought, is that what they're going for? Like a mix of... Like, you know, he's going to be like a young version of Loomis for this one? And of course, you know, he dies. Yeah, like first thirty minutes. He's one of those actors yeah. as well. I was like, I'm sure I've seen him in something. I haven't. He just he's got a weirdly familiar face. Yeah, maybe they did just pick him because he's reminiscent of Malcolm McDowell. Maybe and they wanted to like spin people. You know yeah. the trailer and that. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. you know, we're, we're, I mean, everyone's been talking about it. The film is full of references to all the other films, even, like that don't aren't technically in the timeline now. Yeah, yeah, like uh, that's fan nice. service stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's nice. I mean, you get the... It was in the trailer, but you get the kids wearing the silver shamrock masks from 3, which is quite nice. Yeah, that's cool, yeah. But yeah, yeah. one thing that was nice, especially after, like, watching the uh, Rob Zombie film quite recently beforehand, <laughs> was mm. not many unlikable characters. <laughs> yeah, like, people people dying and it not feeling, like, over the top or, or, or gratifying as oh, well. Oh, like, gla- which, I'm glad you're dead, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, which is... And, uh, that always happens in, in slasher films. There's always a character that you like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. yeah. But, like, in in the Rob Zombie film, it's like every character. Yeah, like, thank fuck the dead. very few redeemable characters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, what, one of the cool bits right at the start of the film, which is a bit random as well, but the, the little kid that they set up, who's all, like, angry because he wants to go... Is he wants to go dancing or something? Dance class? But he's going on a hunting trip? Um, you've lost us. <laughs> if, you, if you forgot that I bit. I totally don't know what you're talking about. Um, <laughs> so the, the, straight after the escape, 
when the oh yeah the sorry yeah that bit yeah I thought you meant yeah, one of the, the teens yeah no no there, there's like a scene that sets up that like this little kid who's clearly been dragged along on a hunting like, yeah, expedition with his true. dad yeah. and the kid's like oh I just want to go dancing mm. and stuff um, but yeah he he gets like his neck snapped by Michael Myers yeah that was that like, was brutal yeah <clears throat> it's like there you go that's set the fuck this film's going there it's going to kill children and stuff yeah that was pretty crazy yeah. yeah. And then it kind of, it set up like a nice little moment when he walks up to a baby's cot. Yeah, I've seen a lot of people complain about that. <laughs> yeah, because you're like, for a minute, you're like, you, you, I don't know, you, you grip the chair, you're like, no. <laughs> yeah. He's not just going to brutally snap this baby's neck, is he? And then, and then he didn't do it, so yeah. it's like, well. Right. But it's cool. I think that was their intention. Oh, to be definitely. Yeah, it was like show a, a, a young kid getting killed at the start of the film, so that when the baby's there, you're like, <gasps> I wonder if Carpenter tried to talk them out of the the bit where he snaps the kid's neck. He's like, you know the shit I got for Salt and Precinct Thirteen. <laughs> Yeah. Do you really want to go down that road? <laughs> yeah. Start that shit. Yeah. <clears throat> but uh, speaking of little kids, the, the the random like comedy character. Kid oh, he was, was fucking it. hilarious. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that was like it wasn't forced comedy. It was just a funny character. Yeah, and, and he didn't linger in the film nah. either. Really. Yeah. He was hilarious. Yeah, just a little like back chatting cocky kid. He was hilarious. Yeah. He's all like, "Fuck this." Yeah. <laughs> so, and he's just like, "I'm yeah. sitting here trimming me janky ass toenails." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, like I said, the, the teen characters—they're not like, yeah, they're not fucking caricatures like in Rob Zombie's Halloween. And then um, yeah. when the when she gets it, I felt genuinely bad for the character because she was quite yeah. nice. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, and I like the the grandchild that 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 they introduced in the story, and you know, like Laurie Strode's yeah, uh, yeah. grandchild. <clears throat> like she's a real person, mm-hmm. like with real hang-ups. Like you know, she, she she's she knows her grandma, so she's not like totally out of her life and stuff. But mm. she's always been warned off by her mum, like oh your grandma's like kind of crazy and stuff. Yeah, and you shouldn't have anything to do with her. But it, she's like rebelling and hanging out with her anyway. And yeah, and she's going so, out with uh, Kylo Ren. <clears throat> So yeah. that as well. <laughs> he just kind of the only twatty character in the film, really. Yeah, and, and he doesn't get his comeuppance, which is yeah. a shame. Yeah, which is really weird. Like yeah. that whole storyline is essentially pointless. It's just to get her away from the party and into the finale, mm. basically. So yeah, yeah. Like yeah. The, the all right dweeby guy, he, he gets like brutally killed. Yeah, I, I, I didn't like that bit at all. Like, it, like that happens in so many other films where like. The fucking guy in the friend zone makes the wrong decision, goes in for a kiss, and she's like, oh, I just don't feel that way about you. But this time she was like, how dare you? Get out yeah. of my personal space, fuck you, you're going to die in five minutes. It was a bit weird. Yeah, yeah. It was only, like, eased in by the nice scene with the whole light, security light. Oh, yeah, that, that bit was awesome. Yes. Like, that was cool. But, yeah, you're right, like, tonally, with her being all bitchy and then him dying, and it's like, mm. Yeah, <laughs> it, it just seemed like an overreaction just for the sake of getting him alone. Yeah, yeah. And it was a bit weird. We kind of made us dislike her character from then on. Yeah, true. Because yeah. he didn't do anything. It's not like he fucking groped her or anything. It was just a bit no, weird. Just he was a bit bit tipsy and he went in for a kiss. Yeah, he went in for a peck. That was it. Yeah, but that yeah. scene is good. When uh, yeah. the security like, keeps genuinely got us as well, the jump. Yeah. That's, yeah. A, that's a well-earned jump scare. But mm. I will say, I've got pros and cons here. My main con is too many fucking jump scares. Mm. There were so yeah, fucking many, like, like fake-out jump scares. They're, like, do one of them. Mm. Not every... Like, fucking nine out of ten of them were fake jump scares. Mm. Where someone bursts out, like, oh, fucking... And I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. It's so it's cheap. Just, just noise at that point. Yeah. yeah. Like, the one bit that worked, which was kind of a fake jump scare, is when uh, Laurie's daughter comes home and Laurie's in a house and jumps out and went, you would have died. 
Like that was that yeah. worked because that that serves a purpose. Yeah, yeah. But there's yeah. so many other times where I know it's a fucking old fashioned thing, but it's just it's lazy now. It's like people rely on jump scares too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's easy to scare someone. Like really, is just like make a loud bang. Mm. Character clapping and clapping their hands together all of a sudden with a hard edit, yeah. and the audience will jump. Yeah, so, but so you thing- should only reserve it for for one or two times. Yeah, exactly. Otherwise, people just sit there waiting for it instead of being surprised by it. Mm. Uh, but the bit with the security light works because you know he's there already. Yeah, and you, and just, you, you, you yeah. know what's coming. Yeah. But, yeah, and that's the thing when you, when a jump scare works really well is when you know it's coming and it still gets you. Yeah, and that yeah. really worked well. Yeah. Uh, there's a few gory bits that kind of just made us roll my eyes, like the bit where in about <laughs> two minutes, Michael Myers manages to turn <laughs> severed heads into jack o' lanterns. I was like, "Fuck <laughs> off, man! That's stupid." Yeah, yeah, it's it's a, it's weird because the film's not overly gory. No, that's the thing. Yeah, it's but ca- then all of a sudden it jumps out at you when it is gory. So it's in a like stupid way. it's like they invited Rob back on the set for that and went, "Do what you want, Rob," and he was like, oh, "I got this great fucking idea." Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's just the cop in it. There's, there's like, I mean, another sort of slight criticism. There's like a whole bit where two cops are like talking about yeah. a sandwich, mm. and it's like, <laughs> fuck. Yeah. After they die, you, you remember that scene and go, "What were they talking about? A sandwich, a yeah. Vietnamese sandwich, or something?" I'll get this now, yeah. actually, because Dave <laughs> sent in the question. Um, yeah. Mm. Uh, what was your view? Uh, it's from Greenhouse Dave. What was your view on the sudden Psycho Doctor twist? I thought it was a horrible. It was horrible ass and seemed to exist purely to get Michael and Laurie together. So I suppose we'll talk about the twist. Um, yeah. yeah. So the Doctor, who was like been looking after Myers since Loomis died, was behind My- Myers getting out. He kills the sheriff. And what did you think of it? I will say when he put the mask on, I was like, oh fuck, what are they doing? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like he's Michael Myers. Yeah, for a, time. for a split second, I was like, it's not going to be, but like a bit of fear, and he was like, are they going to say he was actually really Myers? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he's been like out in the streets all these years. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, because somewhere in there, there's a decent idea, mm. like the idea of uh, a, like a psychiatrist becoming obsessed with Michael Myers. I mean, it's maybe it's a lazy idea, but it's you know it's there. But I like the idea of someone becoming obsessed with pairing the killer back up with the person he almost killed, like, 30 years later or something. Yeah. To, like, complete the cycle. Yeah, that works. Uh, I kind of like that idea, but, yeah, I didn't like the execution of it, like, the fact that he's, like, and stuff, and it's a bit like... It felt like a twist for the sake of a twist, almost. Yeah, yeah. And, like, it doesn't need a twist. No. The the film didn't need a twist. No, not at all. And, like, I was, um, I completely forgot about this. I was watching a, um, a review on youtube like a big discussion about it yeah and they were saying i didn't know about this that there was loads of reshoots like the ending was totally different uh, but really? al- but also the scene like it makes more sense now and slightly less sense with the doctor but the original way the bus crashed the reason you don't say it is because laurie originally drove it off the road yeah she was the one who caused it to crash you know she's sitting outside waiting for it to leave yeah like that's yeah. that was the opening scene to her following it and driving it off the road so he escapes well, but, you see, because that, that was literally what I was... It's interesting. I didn't know that, because I was going to say it would have been more interesting, because there's, the story's already there that she's obsessed with Michael Myers. Mm-hmm. It would have been interesting to explore, like, they only meet up because she's, like, obsessed with them. Yeah. And she, like, drives the, the, her family into that situation because of her obsession. Yeah, that's the point they made in the yeah. show. It's like, that would essentially make her responsible for all the deaths in the film. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would have been quite interesting, but yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. They needed a, a daft 
It was probably like a producer thing, though, like, oh, we need a cool twist in it, because I like movies with twists. Yeah. <laughs> but apparently the ending was changed, the ending was changed due to poor test screen, apparently. Mm. And it does sound, like, slightly less climactic. It essentially just yeah. ends with him and Laurie having a knife fight. Mm-hmm. And then she stabs him and he just goes off. You know where she's got all those mannequins set up? Yeah. It's kind of spooky yeah. in the dark. He, like, sits next to them and, like, slowly stops, like, his breathing slows down. Uh, so that was it was going to be slightly more low key, quiet, and <laughs> interesting. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it'll all be on the Blu-ray when it comes out. Yeah, I had deleted scenes and stuff. And that, yeah, yeah. Uh, next- I mean, I did. I mean, while we're on the subject of it, I, I did like, th- I did like the theme of like she. She was almost like she was becoming the bad guy in a sort of way. What oh, were the roles like, switch visually? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I liked all that. Like when she fell out the window and then yeah, the camera cuts. Yeah, I've seen some people complain like, about that, that it was too fucking nodding and winky wink and stuff. I'm like, no, it was yeah. fine. It made me smile. Especially because they brought yeah. back the fucking diddly soundtrack yeah. thing as well, which was nice. Yeah, I thought that was total, like, correct fan service. Yeah. It really was. Um, and, and, like, it was, it, it fed into this this thing that was happening where, like... Because at the start of the film, you, the, the, the the granddaughter sat in class and she looks out the window. And she's standing and she's, there, yeah. And she's, she's standing there instead of Michael Myers. So it kind of had that thing running through it where it was, like, it wasn't in your face, but it was enough to be like, haha, yeah, cool, that's, yeah, that's you, a callback. You can look at it two ways. It's just a, a, a nice uh, flip callback or, like... She's more dangerous now, you know. She's yeah. all, like you said, she's almost the monster now. Yeah, and and from a sort of like one and two standpoint, just looking at these two films together now and mm. removing the other films, it's it's fascinating. Like a film where she's like this hapless girl who's been hunted by this killer, mm-hmm. and then we've got a film thirty years ago where she's all bitter and jaded and her life's fucked because of her obsession with it. Yeah, and she's almost become the monster. Yeah. it's, it's kind of cool. Yeah, it's nice. Really, yeah. yeah. As uh, so for the second part of uh, Dave's question, um, uh, as without him being driven there by nutter cabs, he would have no idea where the hell she even was. And what about yeah. the parenthesis Danny McBride crap comedy aspects? Quote, peanut butter on my penis and comedy sub Tarantino fast food discussion cops. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I will admit when that scene first came out, I was like, yeah, this was definitely written by Danny McBride. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all the comedy stuff, yeah. but I kind of get why it's there. I, 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 I admit, like you know, it's kind of weird and out totally out of place that they're just like you know, essentially what do you call a fucking quarter pounder with cheese in France for some reason? Like yeah. it's essentially that scene. But I think yeah. it's, it, it, it's just because it's that dialogue. I think if it was something, it's just there to set them up so you know them a bit before they die. Otherwise, it would just be two absolutely random cops appearing. Yeah, but true, I, I think it's just the choice of dialogue makes it a bit like what the fuck. Yeah, like, they, they, they could have just talked about something else and it might have worked better. They could have even had a scene where someone said, I don't know, like, fucking... He was, like, the cousin of Annie from the movie, first movie or something. You know, something yeah. something to link yeah. them where you go, oh, fuck, no, that's nice. And peanut butter on my penis, I mean, that was kind of weird, but I kind of liked that character because yeah. he was, like, a bit of a schmuck. <laughs> yeah, I can't, I can't remember that bit. What bit was that again? It's when he's, first. you first meet um, the Grant, like, Laurie's daughter's husband. And he's yeah. setting up mouse traps, and he but he's putting peanut butter on the mouse traps. And yeah. one of one of them goes off, and he's like, "Oh man, I got peanut butter on my penis." <laughs> yeah, I, I must have just fucking yeah. Been it's l- kind looking of looking at my feet at that. It's point. kind <laughs> of like it's kind of like in the background when other people are talking. But I, I stuck it stuck out to me because I was like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about the finale though? Yeah, where like Michael's looking for where well, she's looking for Michael, and then Michael's looking for her, and it was nice. Yeah. Um, it, sort of cat and mouse situation and I, I liked 
that I like the the sort of slight twist where the daughter is acting all pathetic and stuff. Yeah, that was and, nice. Yeah. And like she's all like, "Oh, please help me, mommy." Uh, like I can't do it. I can't do it. And then like Michael Myers jumps out and she's like, "Fucking fooled you!" and blows him away. Uh, mm. I thought that was like, oh, that's cool. Like, I don't know. It seems obvious that that would be the twist that she's like a damsel in distress, but then she's not. Mm. But it did, it did sucker me in. I was, uh, yeah, I was me like, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, cool. Because yeah. you know they've put across that like a mother's been preparing her all these years for this, mm. but that she's kind of put it to the side and doesn't want anything to do with it. So it's nice that she goes back to a training. I guess yeah. you want to call it that. Yeah, yeah. I could have maybe done without when it goes into the shadows and like you see Laurie um, mm. through the. Like, like you see Michael in the original. I could yeah. have done without her saying Happy Halloween, Michael. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was like, nah, you ruined it. <laughs> and I think I think the scene's a little bit extended at points like there's the whole going through the house, there's the bit when you see like the closet, the cupboard that you kinda of think's gonna go there where she smashes through the cupboard but she doesn't. Yeah. Um but then they go into that room with all the mannequins and stuff. There's mm. like there's a lot of like going in rooms during that bit. That's a bit like It does it is it's leaving it's like a bit too long. Yeah, like only could, like five minutes, ten minutes shorter. Mm. Yeah. Um I did like though when he was just like you see one of the mannequins with blood on it. Yeah, yeah. So it shows he's, he's been there or he's near there. That was quite a nice, yeah. effective moment. Because they knew what they were doing by having her, like, oh, we'll have her, like, shoot mannequins for target practice, and then you think, that's coming back later. Yeah, yeah, let's set <laughs> that up. Fucking weird, weird, decrepit, like, battered mannequins in the dark. It's mm. pretty scary. And, oh, yeah, another bit I didn't like, which I didn't even like from the fucking trailer, was the bit where Michael Myers chucks a bunch of teeth over the toilet door. Oh, God, yeah, yeah, let's, let's I was just saying, that. what the fuck, like, they, Michael... I, I hate it when, like, you get, I want to make these points because I sound like some fucking neckbeard, like, he wouldn't do that. Mm. But it's just like, Michael Myers, if he, he can, like, yeah, in some of the sequels, he was more brutal and daft. Yeah. But we're going off Michael in the first one. He was never that malicious. Yeah. And, like, he, he didn't taunt people. Yeah. So it just seemed really strange yeah. that he was like, he has some fucking teeth in that. Yeah, like, he, he just kills and then moves on. Yeah. Sort of thing. He's not like, uh, I'll kill and smash out the teeth. Then hang on to those teeth for like 10 to 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah. It, was a bit, it was a bit strange. Mm, definitely. Like, that was the bit in the first, when the first track I went, oh, God. Mm. Like, that felt like a Rob Zombie scene. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, I think I said yeah, at the time, like, I kind of forgot that that wasn't in a Rob Zombie film because yeah, yeah. Me, me brain had gotten muddled up because muddled up I'd watched the trailer and then we're talking about the Rob Zombie films and that and I kind of thought that was in the sequel yeah. the Rob Zombie 2 film and then yeah when I saw when I saw that scene coming in the film I was like oh fuck no it's in this film that this happens yeah. like Jesus that's bizarre I was kind of like you know that went on a lot longer than I was expecting it was kind of brutal where he was just repeatedly smashing the guy's face into the door for what felt like 10 minutes <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, Christ, this guy's on a bit, isn't it? But yeah, I mean, I wrote down, like, it's a shame no one did this 20 years ago. It's a shame this, yeah. it's a shame they didn't do this idea, maybe instead of H2O. Well, not H2O, yeah. but early 90s, because then we could have had Donald Pleasant. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. That's the only thing missing from this to make it, like, a really yeah, spot on sequel. CGI Pleasant. Yeah, they should have. They should have just done a fucking Rogue One, just CGI Donald Pleasant. Yeah. <laughs> so, wrap up. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah, like I said, I, I guess I'm pleased that it happened. It was a worthy sequel. I mean, Christ, amongst all the, the shite reimaginings and reboots and rehashes that I've seen recently. Yeah. Shouldn't complain. It was, it was good. Yeah, I'd rather have this than remakes. Like, yeah. 
people are doing this more now of like just going, well, what about what if this happened? It makes it confusing and it's kind of disrespectful, like the sequels. But I've never been a huge fan of the fucking three onwards of yeah. Halloween. And like the crazy, crazy idea that that you could have canon, and like you can add to canon sometimes. Like, like somebody could come along and make a piss poor sequel to a film, and that will derail any chance that yeah, that no. series has forever, just because yeah. it's canon. Yeah. Like, that's that's a crazy idea in itself. Like, you know, like it's like let's the the sort of obvious examples like the the Blow Camp Alien film, mm-hmm. like. So if somebody wants to come along and make an awesome film about like Ripley and Hicks on on a fucking badass adventure mm. thirty years later, that should be allowed. Just yeah. just because David Fincher decided to kill them off in the, in his version of a sequel, mm. it's never allowed because it's canon. Like yeah. nah, bollocks to that. Let let people make what they want as long as the film's got a good tale to tell and it's interesting. Fuck it. Yeah, I agree with that to a certain point. I just don't want them to go mental with it and just start making sequels to shit that don't need sequels just because they can. Yeah, I mean, yeah, let's let's temper it with. They shouldn't. They shouldn't like just get rid of good of decent canon either. But I yeah. think where, where where shit canon exists, they should just override it. Bollocks yeah, with series where yeah. like you can pinpoint where like you either jump the shark or just. Can people stop paying attention? Then they go. Yeah. Well, why don't we try and rejuvenate this for a bit? Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I wouldn't honest. I would not care if they did that with Friday the Thirteenth. Mm. Like maybe I don't know, do a sequel to four. <laughs> yeah, something yeah. like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, yeah, not bad. Very good. Mm. And yeah, yeah, and in terms of the sequel stuff, I don't know. It's it's slightly ambiguous because you don't literally see his heart stop a beating and stuff. But what? I uh, mean, the sequel to this? Yeah, to Halloween. Yeah. Um, I I don't know. How could they do a sequel? Um, it, it was kind of definitive what happened to him at the end. True. Yeah. <laughs> like he he was in a trap. And it was designed with a, with the a sole purpose of killing him by by fire. Like, how is yeah. he just? Unless they're gonna go like the Friday the Thirteenth route, and he's just like a fucking space ghost now or something. Space ghost. <laughs> <laughs> oh, one thing I totally forgot about. I think this is true that they were originally gonna open the film with like the end of the original Halloween, but they were gonna reshoot it and change it. Oh god. They were going to make it so it was actually Laurie who shot Myers and not Loomis. And apparently Carpenter was like, don't, seriously. <laughs> like, they'll fucking kill you for it, don't. So yeah. if that's true, what the fuck? Like, who thought that was gonna, a good fucking idea? Yeah. Thankfully some, they didn't, I mean. Some crazy movie producer, I guess. Because yeah. well. yeah. <laughs> that's the thing as well, like, you can't make a sequel to Halloween at all without ruining the end of Halloween. Mm. That's what I was yeah. saying about like just the first Halloween too. It's like I like it, but it ruins the ending of Halloween, and this does as well because yeah. like apparently he just got fucking caught a couple of miles down the road. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like there's no other way you can do it other than I would just fund him. <laughs> he was he was fucking run the corner, <laughs> having a, we'll put him in bottle, jail with a That's bottle of wine and a paper bag. Um, Jesus. <laughs> fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you can never do a sequel without ruining... Like, when the, when a film has a sort of, like, cool... Iconic ending. Yeah, like, the, the, they should never do uh, the Thing sequel. No. You know, shit like that. Like, fuck the no. May, the might. Yeah, but that's nobody another, that's ever an, wants uh, it. Just that's the thing, with this being so successful, it's made a fuckload of money. 
Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's what I was meaning. Like studios are going to be like, hello, what fucking properties do we have that we've bollocked up in the past that we can do a sequel to? <laughs> so you never know. You might, um, you know, chances are good. We'll see another Freddy film starring Robert Englund. I think so. I think that's next. I think yep. we'll, we'll we're not too far from that being announced. Like, nope. yeah. And he's yeah. he's not like he's not up for doing it. He just put the makeup back on for that Goldberg's TV show a couple of weeks yeah. ago. So. Yeah. And it works, you know. That's like primed, like the, the where, like you know, you bring back Indiana Jones yeah. or, or characters like that, and you're like, mm, it's, it's nice, but it's also a bit grim because they're all old and stuff. Yeah, you can't tell, Robert. Oh, no, makeup on, boom, it's Freddy. Yeah, Larger's life. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's the show. Um, yeah. Hope I know it was a bit more haphazard than usual because we've been on track with our theme months, but we apologise for the slight break. It was beyond our control. It was illness and. We're yeah. dying. Fucking too right. Man flu. Proper man flu. Proper man flu. <laughs> um, so yeah, until next time, folks. Keep it real. I'll see you doing the pit. Uh, see you in the heap. Bye. Bye-bye. Hi, I'm Stacey with Anest, the Director of Operations over here at Wafu HQ. If you'd like to support the show, a review and rating on iTunes would be much appreciated. Just search for Wafu FM. Or, if you're not an iTunes user, a review over at Stitcher.com would also be flipping marvellous. Once again, just search for Wafu FM. If you'd like to get in contact with the show, the email address is wafupodcast at gmail.com. Or alternatively, if you'd prefer to leave a voicemail, head on over to www.speakpipe.com slash Wafu FM. Thanks for listening. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.